ABC's The View has new co-hosts. Every Major League Baseball team has new players. And Donald Trump has new insults. This is Sports Without Balls. Holy cow. A perfect score. Ten point kill. He had to the 2-0, now the 2-1. Line drive and Hello again, everyone. This is Sports Without Balls. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, it's Aaron Foley, your host of Sports Without Balls, episode 136, coming at you from live, from live, I don't even care anymore, from Dallas, Texas. Uh, I know it's been a couple weeks, we've had a lot of technical difficulties, I've been working 79 hours a week, and then at another 99 hours a week, I'm surrounded by Cowboys fans, Uh, I can only hope that picture online of Tony Romo, fat Tony Romo, is true, Um, this mic is probably too loud. About 10 minutes ago, it wasn't working at all. I might be having a nervous breakdown. But the point is, there's so much sports. I hope this is recording. I miss all of you. Welcome to the episode, Bridget McManus. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm so nervous to be on your show. Oh, my God. Is um, long-time listener, first-time caller? First-time caller. Actually, like 10-time caller, but yes, yes. Um, tell me about your nerves, Bridget. Is it just, is your, is your nerves revolve around there's so much sports and this is going to be a seven hour podcast or so much going on in the world because of the Olympics and I've been reading nonstop about that. And then we have dick pics from the, uh, NBA, which I I love a dick pic. Everyone knows that's my favorite. (laughs) That's your jam, Bridget, your wheelhouse. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just overall ecstatic that you uh, still have this podcast going from Texas. I thought they didn't have uh, any kind of electricity in Texas, but I'm wrong. You do. Congratulations. Um, I found the one apartment building that has some basic electricity. Um, I'm using a uh, fan of the show, Sharon Houston's uh, microphone that I have absolutely no confidence is recording right now, but it's just going to be uh, just my, my sheer will and you as my guest to get through this. Um Quick announcement for Sports Without Balls uh, fans, friends, family. I'll be back in Los Angeles recording next Wednesday in the, the All Things Comedy Studio. Uh, I'm back home for 48 hours, and that means I'm one week closer to not Skyping um, from Dallas. <laughs> and then I'll, I feel like I have my show back. So just hang in, bear with me. I'm going to try to double up and triple up during the Olympics. Um, and this is the best. This is the best intro into this particular episode. Bridget and I were supposed to record about two hours ago, and I was doing um, some uh, preliminary Olympic research and uh, didn't even realize this is how much I've been out of it in in my world. Um, Women's soccer, 5 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Wait, 7 p.m. 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Pacific. <laughs> you guys, it happened today is what I'm trying to say. It happened today. You got to watch it. 7 p.m. on the moon. We watched it. We delayed this podcast that may or may not be recording. Carol, I can't take this technical pressure. Do something. Get us out of Dallas. Okay, and we're back. Um... <laughs> 
Uh, Bridget, what did yeah. you think of the game? So uh, we won. We won 2 nothing. We beat New Zealand. I barely saw Hope Solo. I think I saw her four times the entire game because it was so much play down the other end of the field. Yeah. We were awesome. We scored within the first 10 minutes, 2-0. to zero. And I like the commentator just kept saying nil. It's 2-0. to nil. It's 2-0. to nil. I, I, I was about to throw that commentator, the male uh, commentator, not Katie Margraff, who was a huge uh, player for us in uh, Women's World Cup uh, history. Uh, he was saying the most bizarre things. Let's start yeah. with him. When he kept saying, one thing at the very top he he, start, he started saying was um, when someone was like about to score but they didn't, he was like, "Ooh, that would have been a nice way to open up her account." I was like, "Are you fucking? What is happening? Open up her account." That's what he kept saying. Like when he like Keith missed I don't know twenty five goals on net today, and uh, and she like slid into the ball and it looked like she was gonna score. Oh, that would have been a nice way to open up her account here in Rio. I was like. It's like a like a running on the field with a bag of cash. Where's Seti Bank? I literally was like, stop talking. He was bizarre. I hope he's not the commentator for the. I guess he will be for the oh, rest of the. We have I, do you do you watch that show? You probably don't. Um, um, Gotham. The guy, Australia's coach, looks like the main guy, Ben McKenzie from Gotham. I just kept staring at him, and I just love the woman's coach on the U.S. team for something. She's just like so. Jill Ellis is the best. Dichomite. Like, I just, I just love her. <laughs> I just want to wrap my legs around her and friendship. I just, something about her is like, I feel like she's got thick ankles and I like it. I um, like it a lot. I'm sorry. I just have to pause and write down the phrase wrap, what was it? Wrap my legs around <laughs> her in friendship. That was from SNL. I think Ellen Page was on SNL many years ago and it was before she came out and she kept talking about wrapping her legs around it's like her way of coming out so uh, carmen and i say that all the time oh my god well doesn't matter where it's coming from i'm co-opting it immediately and that's what's important i'll give you a shout out i'll like just you know clink my glass when i say wrap my legs around you in friendship that's amazing (laughs) um like, I thought Toby, uh, Tobin Heath did a great job. I was actually surprised. Yeah, you know, friend of the show, Jackie Garrett, is listening. She'll be listening when this, uh, I don't know, it's, if it's recorded. Uh, and she and I texted after the game, and she was like, I hate Tobin Heath. And then I talked her off a ledge. Uh, we've been, I, I've been discussing Tobin Heath before she was born. She aggravates me no end. And then, yet, yeah, her set pieces are so good. She, it's just like she, she has this, like, amazing play and then just misses 17 times and dribbles around uh, part of part of the audience very frustrating but i was actually surprised that she i thought she did very well she did shocked she she had a solid game um every time she does the set pieces i miss megan rapino you see her on the bench and i want her in so badly but it's like now a calf injury getting back from i just don't think we're gonna see her i really don't think we're gonna see her at all i think they show her in the stands because i feel like they're just teasing us yeah well, on the okay. on the sidelines. And side. No, she was in the. She gave up. She was in the stands. <laughs> when you saw her, she was drinking beers in the stands. Is she wasted in the? She's got her shirt off. I see the sports bra though. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Stands. Sidelines. Stop saying you're better than me because you know all things sports. I am not. I'm just happy to be here. If we are recording, <laughs> um, I, I hate the system. I I can't even tell you. I can't even 
fucking relaxed because I've got like a headset on me. I feel like I'm landing a plane. I'm looking at you through the computer. In the back of my mind, I'm like, this isn't recording. The volume is going to be too loud. So I'm going to push through. I'm going to push through in the spirit of the Olympics. People have been training for four years. And the least thing I could do is get over one hour of anxiety. When that started playing today, I was like, yes, we're back. The Olympics are back. I love I don't understand why they have the games. Like, I know I get it rationally, but it doesn't make sense to me that they have games started, but they don't have the opening ceremonies until Friday at four. I know they do it every every whatever two years now. It's it's really random. I guess there's just too many sports. They have to get that first round in because the next time U.S. plays against France on Saturday, and I'll be traveling, I don't know if I'm going to be able to see it. I was lucky to get this game in. Uh, but I thought they, like, it was um, a couple takeaways. First of all, I thought we played really well. I remember last Olympics we started out playing, I think it was, like, South Korea, and we barely won. So I thought this this time we, like, we have such a new team. We have such a young team, like, they're saying how many players we have not, like, since last um, Olympics, 2012, uh, how many players we had that we don't have in it. It's pretty unbelievably remark- remarkable. But they started Pew, little Mallory Pew, 18 years old, unbelievable. I thought she had a solid, like, a solid first half. But when she gets subbed out for Crystal Dunn, I just love Crystal Dunn. I love everything about Crystal Dunn. She's now going to be, like, quickly one of my all-time favorite players. I just need her to have a lot more playing time. She controls the ball. So much energy. She had such good crosses. Like, she comes in, and she's, like, a super sub. Do you think it's because they're holding off until we get closer to the finals? Is that why they're not overplaying her? Well, no. I think it – I think part of it is that Jill Ellis, the coach, wanted to see what Pew's nerves were like, you know? If they were playing France, I don't think Pew would have started. But if we were playing New Zealand, I think she just wanted to see what how this 18-year-old was going to handle herself. And I think she did a good job. But there's just Crystal Dunn right now is locked in and uh-huh. just absolutely loaded. What are those sounds? Did you hear a little, like, boing, boing? I think it's, like, something coming through the computer going, it's not recording. Is that what that is? It was, like, boing, 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 boing. I have not heard any sounds. You're just um, insane, Aaron. That's what's happening. You're just going insane. I'm slowly going insane. Okay. Did you hear throughout the game the booing of Hope yes. Solo? Yes. And every time she kicked the ball, the whole stadium would scream Zika. Yes. People, <laughs> if you did not see this game, um, and I'm going to post a couple of these pictures. I took two pictures. I screenshotted two pictures off her Twitter. Um, just so I could show you, like, through the computer, because that is one thing about technology that I... Um, okay, so Hope Solo, she came out very publicly and was like, I don't know if I'm going to go, the Zika virus, because she's literally about to... She's going to have a baby, probably, and as soon as, you know, she has the gold medal around you, she's going to... Uh, around you, or maybe around herself, she's going to get prego. Um, she's been talking about having a baby for a while, and so... So here's the first one. It says, not sharing this get-your-own-Zika-proof road to Rio. She's wearing a mosquito. Do you see this? The mosquito no, netting. Raise it up higher. She's wearing mosquito netting, oh and she's God. got like, yeah. Yeah. So, and then here's the next one. This is her bed. It's like 20, it's like something like, a, it looks like about 100 bottles of mosquito-proof 
Um, like absolutely crazy amounts of like anything that will protect you from apparently the uh, uh, Zika virus. So anyway, everyone in Rio was like, go fuck yourself. So, and now she's coming out saying, oh, it was totally overblown. But she was just like really just trying to like be like, this is crazy, right? I'm about, I'm going to have a baby. So everyone in Brazil <laughs> hates Hope Solo. And the I was like, wait a minute, why are they, are they saying Solo? And I was like, no, they're booing. And I was like, oh, are they booing? Because she like beats up people in the off season. And then oh, I realized it was Zika. It was Zika. It's not like she created Zika. I know. It's so stupid. Wrong people. I, I think that she should be prepared because something could go wrong. I don't understand why people are living with this virus and they're like, whatever. Come on, Americans. It's like Zika is bad, people. And it's also in the United States. So it's like so ridiculous. But yeah, so every time they, it was a pretty, I have to say, I was very impressed that every time she kicked the ball on a goal kick or a free kick, the entire stadium, I think it was like 15,000, 16,000 people there, all screamed Zika at the same time. It was <laughs> unbelievable. It was very coordinated. That was a good team working together, that audience. It was really nice. They were, they were better than New Zealand. Um, <laughs> than New Zealand. Number four that got taken out, though, the one who had the really short hair on the, on the, uh, on the New Zealand team. How, you know great, how great, Duncan, how great was that story? Did you hear the gay shout out? I didn't hear the gay shout out. I was just thinking how she, I think she got a yellow card at the beginning of the game and then she, she was so rough, but what's the gay story? So when she was, it's so funny how like sports, like mid game, you, you can change your opinion so quickly if you know, like a piece of personal information, right? Yeah. So there's uh for people who didn't see the game, there's a, uh, probably a defender. Her name is something Duncan. She's on the New Zealand team. Um, as like, you know, like a shaved head, right? So she's pretty rough. She was really getting in there. They said one of the tactics for New Zealand was to really be super physical to knock us off our game. And we were just like, no. They were knocking um, into us. They were really rough. really rough. And, you know, then it goes through your mind, oh, God, like, who's going to get hurt? This could, like, have, you know, huge impacts down the line. But everyone, everyone was fine. But anyway, so I was just like, oh, Duncan sucks. She's just, like, steamrolling into everybody. So then, like... Like, halfway through the second half, the uh, announcer who I literally was like, oh, my God, I have to come back to the, the funniest thing he said. Okay, anyway, so she's, she's being taken out, and they're like, and he was like, oh, she shaved her head for locks for cancer. Where and I literally was like, oh my, oh my God, that's like the sweetest thing ever. I was just like, oh my God, she shaved. It's not a horrible style choice. She shaved her head for cancer. I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. So I'm like welling up, and then they're like, she recently changed her name when she got married to her partner, you know, a woman. And he's like, um, and uh, she made her, she met her on the soccer field. They played soccer together, and the other game, it was really sweet because she was coming on, and her wife was subbing in for her, and I was like, "Ah, ah." how did I miss that? I, I, I literally was like, I was just like, ugh, who's this one? And then all of a sudden she's like gay, married, plays wife with her, plays soccer with her wife and has shaved all her head for cancer. And I was like, okay, um, now I need her jersey. Um, besides the shaved head, that's because that's the life you want to be living. I know. You want to be playing professional soccer with your wife. I mean, that, that's... I literally was like, I look at Mallory Pugh, right? And she's 18 and she's wearing number two, Derek Jeter. Obviously, an homage to the captain, to the great Yankee captain. Um, or maybe that was the only number that was left. Whatever. I think it's, it's I'm, I'm almost positive it's homage to Derek Jeter. And you think, this one's going to UCLA. She's at the Olympics. She, I'm like, oh my God. 
I could I could literally if I was like, hey, you want to switch places with someone right now? Considering um, I don't know how to use technology, this isn't recording. Uh, I'm working 90 hours a week and my back is about to go out. I'm like, yeah, I'll tap in for Mallory Pugh. Let's let's switch places immediately. Oh. I don't think Mallory Pugh would do even close to his job as you, Aaron Foley. Um, thank you. She would eat it on stage. But um, <laughs> I would love to be in her shoes. Okay, wait. Did you hear this one? Sorry. Pants? No, please. That's she's no. way too young. In like ten years. Um, if I could <laughs> go, if I could get younger by ten years, and then she speeds up and gets older, because she is a like, very cute. If in ten years, then you're gonna. That's gonna be really offensive. You're no, eight, but, no. Yeah. I go back. I go back, and then she goes up, and then we're only four years apart. How romantic. Yeah. I wish you got luck. I'm going to do Benjamin Buttons, and she's going to age <laughs> prematurely, and then we're totally going to have a really cute baby. Um, no, here's the best. Real quick, the announce. <laughs> all of a sudden, the crowd, like, you could just hear the crowd, like, really all of a sudden out of the blue, like, become super vocal. And... um and in his like British accent, he was like, "Oh, the crowd has uh, become a little bit more uh, spirited. Maybe a couple, maybe a couple, one or two people have uh, entered the stadium, perhaps a little late from their day job." I, I kid you not, and I was like, "What?" And Kate Margraff goes, uh, "That's the wave." <laughs> I was like, "No, no, no!" First of all, he was. Why would you ever say that? Like, obviously, he was trying to make some sort of stupid joke, and then she's like, oh, "That's the wave." Oh my god, it was one of my favorite moments. I just kept thinking, like, "Oh, it's still two nil. It's still two nil." I'm like, I know it's still two nil. Stop! Right? Oh, they're gonna kick it. Oh, yep, it's still two nil. Like, stop nil. He was the worst. He was the worst. Boo on that guy. Boo. One to two more people entering the stadium, perhaps a little spirited afterward. I was like, "What the fuck is this guy talking about?" And then she's like, "Oh, it's the wave." <laughs> I wrote that down. I literally was like wave. I almost like, um, all right, lots to talk about. So let's, let's keep this moving. However, final thoughts. Um, Jenny Johnson, I'm going to put up, I'm going to put her number three right now as far as greatest female um, headers, at least in U.S. history. Um, I'm putting in Michelle Akers, number one, Abby Wambach, number two, Jenny Johnson, number three. You can argue that order. Please call in now. The lines are open. 866-7425-421. But I love her fucking goddamn head. I mean, how do you argue that you love her head? I'm glad you love her head. I can't. You got to chime in with how much you love her head. Her head is just amazing. I'm so happy it doesn't pop off every time a ball hits her in it. It she seems has, like she have really bad brain damage. From I know. I'm worried about some brain damage. Why don't they wear helmets? Okay, what else are we going to talk about? <laughs> I miss Sydney LaRue. I miss her. I miss LaRue. She's she like, now, right? Isn't she pregnant? She's prego. Yeah, they're all freaking yeah. prego. Boo. Get rid of your ovaries. Stop ruining it for women everywhere. Boo. All right, well, that's a little extreme. We've got a call in from. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is my last time on the show. I just want to thank you for having me. Thank you very much for having me. I'm so obsessed with Jenny Johnson's headers. It's like she, at one point, like basically flew, flung her whole body to head it out of the way. And I was like, I love you. They're amazing. I love you. They are absolutely. And Hope Solid was so sweaty. Did you know how sweaty she was? Because she's got the Zika virus. Is that is from Zika? Yeah, That's what it is. Zika. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, I can't even imagine playing in those conditions already. It's like so hot and insane. 
Do you want to talk about the Olympic conditions or what do you want to talk about next? Let's talk about Olympics. Opening ceremonies Friday. Let's talk sure. about favorite sports. Let's talk about the one sport I discovered. And we've got amazing summer Olympic news after in Tokyo in four years. Did I send you that yeah. article? Yes, you did. Best uh, thing ever. Okay, let's. Well, you want to go there? Are you, are you, let's, let's reveal that later. Oh, okay. Cut. Uh, I'm excited. All the things that I want to see are on, at like four o'clock in the morning. Like I want to see women's archery. I want to see women's badminton. I want to see the Taekwondo. I want to see, um, they're doing, um, I don't, I don't even know when women's gymnastics are. I mean, I'll watch anything women's. women's. Um, we got to get on the gymnastics schedules for sure. Um, trampoline can we oh yeah they're trampolining what the fuck is that i have no i had no idea and then we're gonna go through well, let's go through the sports real quick all right let's go through this let's go through the sports real quick that's not part of oh it's, it starts i know this uh gymnastics starts sunday august 7th that, i'm wrong it starts at 5 45 a.m so and there's like a whole day of gymnastics but the trampolining is in a totally different category it's not part of gymnastics okay let's go through these sports you ready i'm so ready and then i'm going to shout out the sport and you're going to say scale of one to five, five being like, this is so great. One being like, I don't get it. You ready? Okay. Archery. Yeah, ready. Archery. Four. Two. Badminton. I mean, five. Four. Basketball. I don't care about that. Zero. Five, four and a half. I know. Totally understand. Get it. Beach volleyball. Eight. Eight. Five. Boxing. No, one. I don't like that. They mess up their faces. Four. Canoe kayak. Boo. Negative eight. Boo. <laughs> Cycling. How do you watch that? Zero. I don't fucking care. What do you want to? I hate riding bikes. The idea of watching someone ride a bike is insanity. I tell you how I'm going to watch cycling on a stationary bike, <laughs> drunk. <laughs> Diving. Like, I watch Biggest Loser and order pizza. Every <laughs> pizza. Watch the Biggest Loser. Bad person. Oh, God. Okay. What else? Diving. Oh, I love diving. Five. Diving. Totally. Five. Like yeah. Four. Equestrian. That's really about the horse. I One. Don't think be involved. Yeah. None. Zero. Fencing. I don't get it. Two. Three. Field hockey. That is in the Olympics. Three. Yeah, zero. Golf. Fuck you. <laughs> I hate golf. Fuck you. I don't zero. mind golf. I really don't mind golf, but like envy every weekend you can watch golf for 17 hours and knit seven sweaters. So I have no interest. <laughs> nope. Zero. Uh, gymnastics. Five. Five million. Five million. Oh, ready? Wait for it. Edge of seat. Handball. <laughs> it's actually really fun. You should just watch. Just, I really, I got, for some reason, shocker, I got sucked into handball like four years ago. And I just watched so much handball. Oh, you know what it was? Four years ago, I was part of the Olympics. I was doing one of those awesome Atlantis cruises. And my girlfriend at the time, uh, we were in Stockholm. 
and uh, it was all these like weird bird, everything sort of European sport was being aired. So it wasn't like our American sports. So that's when I started watching like all this like handball and fencing. It was th- it was so random, but I really got into it. I don't think I've ever seen handball. It's definitely like the most unoriginal title of a sport ever. Handball. It's yeah. Just, you just gave up. It's good. It's it. All right. If I'll you... say handball three. I'll watch a okay. little of it. Okay. Judo. <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> I guess a two. I'm going to say four only because that's how Ronda Rousey got her start. And now and I'm it... more. Yeah. She did judo in the Olympics. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, her you... mom was an Olympic judo champion. Wow, okay, good. Everybody should know and everybody should watch. All right, judo, great. Modern pentathlon. What the fuck is that? You made oh, that up. Oh, no, I'm not. It's like shooting, there's horses, there's fencing. It's super interesting, and I probably won't watch it. I'd give shooting? it a two. <laughs> wait, is it shooting? No, it's. The whole thing? Okay, no, wait. I'm totally. Wait. This is so interesting. I'm going to click on it because it's one of those things where you're like, it's really actually super random and cool. Um,. Oh, my God. They're sisters. Modern pentathlon sisters, Isabella and Margot Eekson. Eekson. Oh, the Eekson sisters. Oh, that's... Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. You totally had me on that one. You suck. Okay, there's fencing. There's swimming. There's show jumping. I'm telling you, it's so that's random so... and fun. Fencing and swimming. How do those go together at all? I don't even know. It's like... Um, it's like, uh, yeah, with, I don't know. They, they, okay, let's go back to all sports. Hold on. Oh, my God. I could just talk about Olympics for 17 hours. Okay, here we go. Um, rhythm, rhythmic gymnastics. That's a good time. Yeah, one and a half. No, um, really? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, no, I can't. I okay. can't. I, I give it a four. It's, I, uh, yeah, I like it. Good times. It's just not for me. I'm just like, are you going to dance? Why is there a ribbon in your hair? <laughs> like, I can't. Rowing? <laughs> No, who cares? I hope they all sink. Oh, my. Bridget. I don't want them to sink, but they might sink. Okay, this is a positive-spirited one to five. You have to say one to five. It's just what you'd watch, not like your I hope they all sink commentary. (laughs) God, I hope we're recording. What if we're not? I'll I'll literally. All right, I give them a positive one. Okay. No, I'm kidding. You can say whatever you want. Rugby. Ooh. I don't know. Like a two? I don't really watch it. Do they have women's rugby or just men's? Oh, that's an excellent question. I don't know. Okay. Let's look this up. Carol, do something. I'm not in the mood. Oh, <laughs> just, I can't even tell you. I had to go. I had to bail her out of the local Texas jail the other day. I kid like, you not. Again, this is the second time. Well, not. This is the first time in Texas. Oh, okay. I won't Shoot. even tell you what she's doing. She's she there's a supermarkets in there like they have like a big liquor store in the supermarket and yeah. she was stealing Capri Suns and then um, buying a little thing of Jim Beam and trying to get it into the Capri Sun in aisle two. Yeah. And I had it. She got arrested. I mean, Capri Suns are expensive, so I don't blame her. I know. Listen, times are tough. I'm not paying her. She's just an <laughs> internship. Um, OK. Shooting. No. One. Sometimes it's interesting, but one and a half. Soccer. Yes. Five. Five thousand. Swimming. Oh, five. Yes, five. Synchronized swimming. Oof, two. I feel like I like the idea of it, but actually watching it is too tedious. Um, I just like that, like, Saturday Night Live skit from, like, late 80s, early yeah. 90s. It's like it doesn't get any better than that. Uh, yeah. Table tennis. 
One. Two. Maybe a two for me. Taekwondo. Yes. Five. One. Tennis. <laughs> I'm showing off my Taekwondo moves for those of you at home that can't see me. Oh, my God. She, it looked like she was either doing Taekwondo or filing her nails. It was. <laughs> it could have gone either way. Well, you don't know how to what Taekwondo is, are you? You're not an expert. You can't. <laughs> can't judge me uh tennis uh did we just do the yeah to me these professional sports are just like i like them but during the olympics i'm like i i get it all year round yeah show me something new no no thanks i don't care track and field oh five four trampoline yes what the fuck is that i'm gonna watch it I kid you not. Wait, didn't I? Did I send this to you? The the leader, the Chinese, the guy. Of course, the number one pick for like getting a gold in men's trampoline is his. He's Chinese. Okay. And his name. Please hold for it. I know it's a stupid. It's not a joke. It's just one of those things where it's totally probably a very proper Chinese name. But to me, I just because I'm 12, it made me laugh. Dong Dong. No, his name. No, no, it is. It is. That's why I pulled it up. Because I literally was like, I don't even, how do you, if you're an announcer, this is no disrespect to the Chinese culture because they're amazing athletes. But if you're an American announcer and you're like, next up, Dong Dong going for the gold, like, how do you? I hope Dong Dong does win a gold. I want Dong Dong to win the gold. And I also want someone to have a gong. So it's like Dong Dong and then gong. We're bad people. No. We're not what goes into trampoline? What are they going to judge? Like how high you jump? What is the criteria? Yeah, they jump so effing high. They jump like 20 feet in the air that it's also all the twists and turns. And also um, uh, like how much time, like in between flips, it's like super technical and crazy. And I'm going to start watching it. Okay. I'm not saying all I'm going right. to stick with it, but I'm going to try it. Triathlon. <laughs> Oh, I do get into some triathlon. I'm going to say uh, about a three for two. me. Two. Volleyball. Ooh, yes. yes. Five. Five. Water polo. I got really into water polo years back. I'll watch some three, of it. Three. Probably three and a half. Yeah, three, three and a half. Weightlifting? No, uh, I never one. watched it. One. Wrestling? No. Uh, like a one. Um, that's it. Yay! And... What? What'd you forget? Soon to be added, Bridget McManus... <laughs> Drum roll, drum roll. Drum roll. Just announced today, 2020, Tokyo Olympics. Wait for it. Baseball and softball. First time since 2006? Is that five, six? Oh, when they broke my heart. When they broke my heart and took out softball. Baseball and softball have been off since the Olympic program, since 2008 Beijing Games. Oh, that's right. They voted in 2005 for it to be gone in 2008. Yeah. So awful. Let's so happy. There's some other ones, too. Okay, skateboarding. Skateboarding? Yep. That's a sport? Skateboarding? Yeah, it's sort of like, you know, the, uh, like, you know, in the Winter Olympics, they added all the half pipe and all the snowboarding. It'll be like the same thing. I'll watch it. Yeah. So it's surfing, skateboarding, baseball, Softball. I thought there were five. Um, five sports. What's the other one? Um, baseball, softball, skateboarding, surfing, karate. Oh, karate. Wait, voted unanimous to accept five sport package, which also includes karate and sport climbing. 
I love all of this. Okay. Why not? Sure. You know what the thing is? It's like, let's say you're so good at, let's just pick sport climbing. I have no idea what sport climbing is. I'm, obviously, it's just you climb up real fast. I mean, that's obvious. That's what it is. <laughs> I think you climb on other people playing sports. So if someone's playing tennis, you climb on them. <laughs> and, and, then you help, and you help them play tennis? And then you help play tennis. I mean, I think that, that's what I would watch. It's that's like amazing. the new doubles tennis. It's like you climb on a tennis player. <laughs> And then they have to keep going. Well, obviously, we just nailed sport climbing. Done. High five it. Woop, woop. But let's say you're like a kid, right? And, like, you're so into sport climbing. You're so into, like, just stuff that aren't mainstream sports. Mm -hmm. um, how exciting that this gives you, like, super hyper focus. Yeah. It keeps, you, it keeps you off the pipe and off the pole, Bridget. It keeps you off the pipe. <laughs> I'm cracking. I am cracking. Doesn't do the pipe or the pole. They they probably. But they could. Yeah. What if they had no skateboard? What if they had no nothing to climb? They could be doing uh, heroin and stripping. You're really isolating your heroin addict audience members and your stripper audience members. So I want you to think about that and reflect. Do you apologies, wanna... apologies to the addicts. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> The show is really popular with addicts <laughs> and exotic dancers. Sports of oh, Ball's main fandom, strippers, and hookers, addicts. and addicts. Yep, you're welcome. Um, I Okay, so top three you're most excited about? Gymnastics. For sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I love the diving. That's just insanity. How do they even, how do they do And I guess, I guess soccer. Soccer, man. I never get sick of watching soccer. I never get sick of watching soccer. I'm so pumped for this year's, this, okay, this team's, let's just take, let's put a pin in that and just talk gymnastics. Okay. I am, so last year, okay, so four years ago when I was traveling, they, I literally did not, I only watched maybe one of the team Oh, competitions or some of the individuals um, live. The rest was just like waking up to this news and being so bummed out that I didn't get to see any of it. So this year um, I'm going to be like trying to OD on this, yeah. like like my listeners, just crack out about women's gymnastics. Lori Hernandez, she's the secret, secret weapon from New Jersey, just turned pro, won't she it just came out today. Lori Hernandez turns pro, won't compete for the Gators. Junior champion in 2015. She kicks so much ass. Then we have Simone Biles and we've got Gabby Douglas. Everyone's Gabby calling this Douglas. like a super America's team. I love America. I love her. Gabby Douglas. It's, I'm looking up I'm looking up everybody right now because I can't say that I know who everybody is. So let me see. Oh yeah. I don't know who some of these people are. So Tom Papa, friend of the show. Uh, uh, him and his wife are like my besties. Um, Cynthia took their kids uh, to the gymnastics nationals in like outside of San Francisco, a like a month ago, and they said Lori Hernandez was just like unreal. She's sixteen. The most most people are from Texas, and since you're in Texas, I feel like that's a that's a, a shout out to you. Most of the people on this team this year, there's four people from Texas. Alyssa Bauman, uh, Simone Biles, let's see who else, uh, Reagan Smith. This is all you, Aaron. Okay, so I don't know. I pulled up the story, and I don't know how I, oh, here. 
I pulled up the story and I was like, "You're gonna die because you need. We need to road trip." Um, okay. <clears throat> uh, Bella Caroli and his wife, um, super, you know, uh, super coaches of Russian and now U.S. Olympics their whole lives. Yeah, He's so seventy-three Bella from Carrie Strug or whatever. Yeah. Yep. He's the best. And he coached, I'm pretty sure he coached Nadia Komenich and all those, like, unbelievable uh, Russian teams before leaving. They came here in Houston in 82. Well, there's an article out on ESPNW. Shout out to ESPNW, my favorite website. Um, Caroli Ranch became secret weapon for U.S. women's gymnastics. So their training site is off the beaten path, isolated in a Texas ranch that lies three miles down a single-lane gravel road running deep into the Sam Houston National Forest. That sounds scary. That sounds Um, like... A staffer often meets... Yeah. A staffer often meets visitors at the nearest interstate exit about 20 minutes away because neither GPS nor cell phones reliably are reliable. And... They created this like super camp on this ranch. That's where they chain they train everybody. Chain everybody. You said it. That's where they chain everybody. I said said train everybody. (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) Why does he do that (laughs) off the beaten path? It's like a horror film. Listen to this. Either Bella or Martha have served as the U.S. program's national team coordinator since 99 after they stopped being private coaches who churned out Mary Lou Retton, Kim's Meskel, Carrie Strug. I mean, they're... Okay, yep, they developed Nadia Comaneci. I knew. I knew it. They're making robots, little gymnastic robots. Um, I'm telling you, I'm going to post this whole article, but here's my deal. Um... I'm going to go find this ranch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in this. Maybe they need a new player this I'm year. three and a half hours away from Houston. Um, I already missed the Yankees-Houston uh, game because I had a freaking work while I was in Houston. I'm finding this ranch, Bridget. I think you should fly in. We've Nobody got. Can find it. Not here. No one can find you. Need Maggie or whatever her name is to come and get you. Nobody can find this sketchy ranch in the middle of we nowhere. We can find it. We're stand-ups. We've got powers. <laughs> we do have power. Never mind. I forgot. I have a commercial agent. You guys. Sorry. Yes. We have power. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, isn't this the coolest? They train in this super sleuth ranch somewhere yeah, in Houston. Like, you think this is so cool? Like it's 007 kind of James yeah. Bond shit. I think this is like horrifying it's like the um silence of the lambs where they're just like put like rolling buckets down so they can lather each other up mine is a scarier version than yours uh, weren't you raised in a safe sp- safe place in Connecticut? <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> all right i I feel a lot of judgment from you, Aaron Foley, so we're going to move on. How about we move on? I just think these are like the nicest people churning out the greatest athletes. They've dedicated their entire life to women's gymnastics, and you just call them like Silence of the Lambs people. Because they're in the middle of nowhere. You have to like, they have to be found. Like you have to, you have to. Because they, 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 they take out all distraction um, and I they focus. Cell phone. What if Bella is stabbing people? What? If, I mean, why? Do they you have, have horses. Phone? They have trees and horses. <laughs> I'm trying to speed read this article. They have an ostrich. I mean, it's okay. sweet. If I need a 
call somebody because I need a medical attention. It doesn't matter that we have an ostrich around. What is that going to do? I'm you could. Ostriches are very fast. There's ostrich races in, races in Africa. You could put the little girl on the ostrich and get him to safety. <laughs> well, I didn't think of it that way, Erin. Never mind. I take it back. This makes perfect sense. <laughs> I don't even feel like I'm recording a podcast. First of all, I haven't slept in three weeks. I'm so punch drunk. And also, does this just feels like a phone call with you? <laughs> like that I can't believe we're delivering to the world. You're welcome. All right. What else? Um, um, all Russians are already cheating. Oh, my God. The Russians. You hear about, I heard that a lot of them weren't going to compete because of the whole doping scandal. Did you hear all that shit? Yeah. I mean... They've already banned 110 Russian Olympians. There's plenty more to step right up. There's 400 athletes. They're going to try to, like, quit, like triply test them. And the Russia's press spin it, and they go, 272 Russian athletes have been cleared to compete in Rio. <laughs> that was the spin. Not that 119 were barred. The 272 just passed a test. Barely. I saw. I think it was, I think it was ESPN. PN Go or something, I think I sent it to you, that woman, whoever was talking about it, was saying that whatever tests they're doing, they're they're making other people take the tests for them. Like, no one's monitoring the test. So, like, go pee in this cup. And I'm like, Aaron, pee in this cup for me. Like, they're not actually checking anything. So, here's a hair follicle sample. There you go. We're clean. They're not being able to check it properly. It's from the wig that I just bought at Ross, dressed for wigs. Does Ross have a a wig section? Because I did not know Sure does. I just, I just, <laughs> fact, yep, Carol, Carol just screamed out, she has gotten wigs from Ross. So oh, thank you, Carol, for doing something, anything. I'm in the, I'll know what I'm doing as soon as I get off this call. Ross. Posting her bail. Oh, getting a wig at Ross. Getting a wig at Ross. Um, so, shocker, Russians are cheating. Yep. St. Petersburg's beautiful for the record. I don't hold this all against Mother Russia. I'd like to tour throughout Russia. Our friend of the show, Lisa Dickey, has a book about Russia coming out January 2017. Uh, but they're also cheating. They're also <laughs> cheating. Um, um, did you have Australian Paralympians that were mugged? Um, please take us through the story. This is terrible, Muriel. Conditions. I mean, you hear what's going on with with the Olympics. You know, you get Zika. You have so apparently Rio has had like the highest crime rate in the last week that they've had in like hundreds and hundreds of years. So people are just being mugged all the time. People are wearing fake police uniforms. They say just get in this car, and then they'll take someone someplace, and then they ransom them. Like this is just happening every single day. And some of the Olympians, like there's a basketball player, Andrew. Is it Bogut? He's playing for. He's playing for. Australia, but he's a U.S. player, and he tweeted a photo of him putting together his shower curtain because they they have to put their furniture together. It's like it's and then crazy. someone stole a, a laptop from their team and all their Zika protective team shirts. They've deactivated the fire alarms because there's so many issues with the fire alarms going off because they're not regulated. There's transportation is- issues, and then they have 85,000 military police that are going to be on location starting on Friday, which is twice as many as they had in London. Like there's serious security issues happening, and of course the Olympic Village is not even done and a lot of US players are being housed on a cruise ship nearby that's docked nearby they're not even letting them into the village because it's such bad conditions USA USA it's crazy it is you like here's the thing you train your entire life and this is your experience how about the swimming 
How about those open, those oh, the, the, the open, they're like just muddy, gross, insane water. This is like, oh, you know, some of these professional athletes, fine, they've been spoiled their whole lives. But all these amateur athletes, all these like, you know, 20-something-year-olds, like this is their experience. Also, this whole thing, not to harp on the Zika, but you've got this, you know, and it's not necessarily, obviously, Rio's fault. However... Um, seeing how they, they can't even, like, you know, uh, build roofs on structures. Uh, you've got all these athletes um, that are just, you know, the, the amount of sex that happens in the Olympic Village, you know, to be a Zika fly on the wall. What? <laughs> if people don't know that really they have, like, they, they crash Tinder in different countries because the sex is so rampant in the Olympic Village. This has happened every year. Isn't that crazy? People that don't know. It the is unbelievable. They, like, airdrop more condoms into the Olympic Village. I kid you not. They're, like, they always run out, and then they're, like, I'm sorry, the spread of infectious disease. Like, it, it's just, it just feels like you're, like, little bully. This is one year I'd be like, pass. Uh, but yeah, it's just the conditions are crazy and it's just, it's insane. But it's sad and scary. And I think some people don't know, I mean, you and I know, but some people don't know that they're not getting paid. These people that go and perform in the Olympics in the United States, they don't get paid to do this. Like, this, they're not getting paid from the United States if they win gold. They get sponsors, yes, but it's like they're privately being yeah. paid for by families and they're training their whole life. So it's not like, whatever, just get better equipment, Zika proof equipment, or stay in a better hotel. It's like they have spent so much money, their families have spent so much money, and they're not getting any support. And they're being put in a place that's not safe. So crazy. And how about all the family that goes down there to support them, like, wandering around the street? Like, it's just, it's such a shame. Like, this is such a, like, beautiful, amazing. The Olympics are, like, my, like, the best thing. Everyone's on the same page. You get, like, such patriotism, such nationalism, and, and, uh, and just, you know, for every single country. And it just feels like there's going to be a lot of horrible stories coming out of there. Plus some good ones, like good ones. we won today. Yes, we won today because we're awesome. And we, we have a good story of the week we're going to talk about later. Oh, my God. Our, that's such a, that's fantastic. Such a good and, one. And that Draymond Green got offered $100,000. Let's do that right now. Uh, first of all, did, explain what it is. Well, I mean, <clears throat> Draymond Green, who is a phenomenal basketball player, Golden State Warriors, Michigan yeah. State grad, um, love him. He had a real random playoffs where he was just kicking, screaming, biting everybody's penises on the court. Um, did I you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, every single, like, he got, he swung his leg up, hit one guy's dick, put his swatted another guy's penis this is this is whole before the snapchat thing okay in the playoffs we're just like how many times Snack. does he have to go after people's groins it was so weird it was okay, just so not. random yeah he's like a super physical player but all of a sudden like everybody's were everybody was like covering their groin when draymond green came around him it was so odd right so you have all that and then nba season's over um and then uh, you know, a couple days ago, he posts an accidental dick pic accidental. on Snapchat. Was it Snapchat? Supposed to send it to a, a female, supposedly, and it just accidentally went on Snapchat, which... Accidentally. I mean, ac oops, there's my dick. Accidentally. Did you see it? Did you look at it? I did not. 
I looked at it. Is it huge? It's not huge. It's not tiny. I think when you look at someone that is a tall person, yeah, it definitely uh, had different colors to Ew. it. Yeah, it had like a little turkey waddle, kind oh. of like. Oh. I thought it was going to be like enormous, like a like a centerfold, like you had to extend the computer to a different frame. But it was it was a, I mean it, it was a good penis for those who are penis fans in this world. But they're offering him a hundred thousand dollars to do a porn, which is. <laughs> No money. No it's, money. It's, yeah, uh, it's Drezilla porn is what they're calling it. It's the vivid media, the people that do all the porn in, like, North Hollywood, California. So, you know, I, he's been offered another gig. W- would you take it? Would you do porn for $100,000, Aaron Foley? Yeah, get me out of a couple jams. <laughs> <laughs> Sports with balls is coming up soon. Sports with balls. Um, I would not do porn. Um you know, it would have to be like, uh, you know, some sort of desperate situation. Uh, and then it would have to be lady, lady porn. Um, and I'd be crying, crying inside and out. But it's just so weird. It's like he's had all this, like, it was all this, like, groin stuff. Then his dick is on Snapchat. Now it's like being a porn. It was just, like, so crazy, bizarre worlds. Yeah, it was too much dick. It was too much dick for him. It was too much dick. Um, all right, here's what we're going to do, because there's 8,000 things, and we got to wrap this up in 10 minutes. Um, we've got, it's been two weeks, uh, so I've got to do uh, a Rockford Peaches shout-out. I've got to, uh, I'm going to do a little, here's the thing, i got to get, um, I'm going to get like a Poppy uh, Kramer or my buddy Paul, or maybe even uh, Sarah Colonna. We've got to have a guest coming up, uh, maybe even double up next week. Uh, there were so many baseball trades. I know this isn't your super fun wheelhouse, so I'm going to keep it short. But I just got to get I got to give everybody a Rockford Peaches. Do update. your thing. Do your thing. Um, people of America and beyond, all my global fans, uh, <laughs> there were more trades in the last week in baseball that I think I've ever seen ever. And everyone's got their team, and so they're hyper-focused on everybody's team. Uh, my team, of course, is the uh, uh, world champion, New York Yankees. Uh, we haven't won in a while, and we're terrible, but that's okay, because I don't need us to win every year. Uh, we had Chapman as our closer in the off-season. Uh, we needed starting pitchers, so we got a closer. And he also uh, hit his, hit his uh, girl and then uh, uh, shot about six uh, bullets into the air. So I thought, wow, yeah, why not get him? Anyway, so that little piglet's gone. We uh, we got rid of Chapman for a whole bunch of prospects from uh, the Chicago Cubs. So I was thrilled by that. Doubly thrilled because Andrew Miller, my sweet, 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 sweet baby Andrew Miller, um, who was the setup man, our closer last year, was now going to close all the Yankee games. Um, and I had him, and I kept him the whole season. And he already had three clo- three um, saves last week. And then, 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 <clears throat> we traded him. We traded him to the Cleveland Indians. I like the Indians. Uh, we traded him. So you know who that did not work out for? Aaron Foley. <laughs> I was so angry. Uh, I was so angry. But I get it. Uh, it, it, it. I haven't seen the Yankees just give in and get prospects. So I think it's a good move. I was so sad to see Andrew Miller leave. That one really hurt. and It was unexpected. Did we get some good prospects? Yeah, we got some really good prospects. And so blah, blah, blah. 
Carlos Beltran, our big hitter, gone. Texas Rangers, he's going to be the DH to the Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers made out like crazy, but I think the Yankees will do well eventually. Um, some are big, the, the big ones, we'll, we'll have to nerdily break this down um, in the next week, but uh, everyone and their brother was on the move. It was unbelievable. It was like you would just hang on to, you're like, where's that guy going? Is that what that guy's going there? Where He's going, like every team, you know, there's about five or six teams that just literally the faces of their teams changes so much. Texas Rangers, I thought, were huge winners. I would have to say Chicago Cubs were huge winners because they got Chapman, so, you know, they kept Schwarber, um, uh, Mets getting Jay Bruce, that hurt me because I've got Conforto and he's going to play less in the outfield, uh, but I think that was a really good pickup for the Mets. Um, I don't know, I don't know, and then a lot of, t you know, a lot of teams like Giants got Matt Moore from the Rays. I was sad to see him go, okay, so I talk, let me talk to this real quick. Um, as you know, Mary and Dick Foley, huge Tampa Bay Rays fans. Uh, not great news, but Pops is a little sick. Everybody say a prayer. I don't pray, but just pray. Um, so I'm trying to cheer him up. And I said, um, I said, Dad, listen, I know Matt Moore got traded to the Giants, uh, but you got Matt Duffy and a couple, and, and, and another uh, pitcher and Matt Duffy was like rookie of the year last year. Uh, he was playing third baseman. He's going to slide over to third. He's friends with Evan Longoria, your third baseman. It's going to shore up the left side of the infield. You're going to love him. You're totally going to love him. And uh, Dad was not in the mood. <laughs> and he went on like an angry three minute. I realize this isn't uh, helping. Uh, him get better, it might be uh, hurting him because he was so angry and he did that whole thing of uh, when uh, we're a fan of, you're a super fan of the team where he just starts shouting out I gotta move this microwave. He started shouting out, "Yeah, the Rays. You know, you know who, you know who she get traded? The coach, the GM, bunch of losers. Anytime anybody does well, they just they send him away. Matt Moore gone. Starting to starting to make some progress. Starting to uh, turn the corner. Gone. Just gone. I'm so sick of this team. I'm so sick of this team. I'm done with them. I'm done with this team. I'm done. I, I can't. I can't do this anymore. And I was like, Oh, you're not gonna watch him. He's like, Well, you know, I'm gonna watch him, but you know, I'm just gonna. <laughs> And I was like, oh, God, this is where I get it from. This is where I get it from. I'm so angry. Then it's like, are you, are you, they're on TV tomorrow. Yeah, well, of course, I'm going to watch them. I got to see this new Duff, I got to see this kid Duffy play. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, Dick Foley still all in, of course. Um, but, yeah, they were, they were, you know, it's like you get attached to these players, and then, boom, they leave, and then who can buy who, and uh... Who are you most disappointed about moving around? Well, the heartbreak for me was Andrew Miller to the Indians, you know, because the, 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 the Yankees over the years, it's like you, like everybody, all my sweet babies have gone. They've left the, they've left the nest, you know, Rivera and Jeter and Bernie and Posada, all our homegrown players. Uh, and so then we went on this tearing of like this tear of just like buying all these aging superstars. And now they have like no hips and no teeth. And I, you can't even recognize the team anymore. And I never like McCann or catcher. I'm like, uh, so I feel like, you know, I was really hanging on to Miller, but I think, you know, the good thing is you get excited about like, you, you know, prospects and, you know, them and our farm existing farm team. So 
I, I like this youth movement because our median age is 86, and uh, I'm so rating. It's 86. So sick of it. I'm so sick of it. So, Speaking of Derek Jeter, did you go to his wedding? I know you got invited. I did get invited. Um, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened, Bridget. Carol does the mail for me. No, Carol did not. <gasps> Bridget, she did. No, you, she oh. has apologized. She started crying, but she didn't get me the invitation on time. It was in oh a it was in a stack of mail. Well, I didn't want to tell the listeners, but she was fired. I fired her, but oh. then she kept crawling back, and she's done a lot of good work for the show, so I rehired her. Oh, God. But I she thought you could fire an intern. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can. You can fire an intern, um, and then you can rehire them for uh, a seca 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 juia coins. <laughs> I was waiting for a coin joke and there it is perfect there it is you oh got it america well, i was looking on us and i didn't see any pictures of you and i was shocked because i knew you were invited so yeah. uh, i'm sorry yeah. i'm really sorry yeah i didn't get the invite until after the wedding here i'll give you a gift that'll make you feel better okay uh, i am all about i'm a libra i'm all about justice and the fact that tom brady is taking these four games off and he's kind of in a way admitting guilt uh i'm walking away from tom brady and i'm going to get a gronkowski shirt because i think that if you admit that you've done something if you don't if you take a sentence without fighting it even if you're correct and right then i think that you're admitting guilt and if he has any guilt in this then i don't want anything to do with him so i might have to hang my shirt up bridget mcmanus gronkowski here we do let's do it rob gronkowski let's do it I'd yep. buy a Gronk. If, listen, if Gronk was on my team, I'd be the happiest person. Like, it's like how I feel about Odell Beckham Jr. Everyone looks at him, they're like, he's pompous, he's blah, blah, whatever. And you're like, totally, I get it. But he's on my team, and he's so good. I can't, I can't stand it. I can't believe we have football season right around the corner. It's insane. Thank goodness. I need it. I really need it. This has been a hot summer, and I need my It's been so football. hot. It's been so hot in L.A., and Dallas is, like, on oh. fire. It's insane. Yeah, and terrible. then I have to deal with all these Cowboys and Rangers gear. I am going to go to a Rangers game. I'm pretty psyched. I really want to go to that ballpark. I missed it last week because I was, <sighs> wait for it, working. And uh, uh -huh. But I'm going to just, like, I'm going to call. I'm going to be like, listen, we don't, sometimes we'll wrap till 9 o'clock at night. I'm like, that's insane. Wrap me at 6. I've got a ball game at 7.05. <laughs> Priorities, people. Priorities. Um, okay, listen, real quick, and then we're going to do Feel Good Moment of the Week. Um, I just want to I just want to say a nerdy baseball fans out there we'll do we'll do some real we'll do a nerdy baseball episode but a couple new additions to the peaches because my hitting has been so bad so I'm never going to win on these hitting categories but I'm trying to get more a better on base percentage and some stolen bases so I picked up uh, Mondesi super rookie and then I had my eye on this guy Oswaldo Arcia. And um, listen, I'm not saying Mondesi or Arcia are going to hit, but I think they're going to be future kick-ass shortstops in the league. And this guy, Arcia, is going to steal like so many bags. Um, what have they done in the last couple of days? Nothing. But they just started. So welcome to the Peaches. I also picked up Dickerson from San Diego on a tear, on a home run tear. Those are the new Peaches since I've uh, talked to you guys last. Um, and then what did I do? I picked up Evaldi again from uh, the Yanks. I needed another spot starter. Pitching's pretty much stayed intact. We're doing well. We're doing well. Can't hit anything. Peaches are bruised but not out. We're hanging on to fourth place. We're hanging on to fourth place. That's the Peaches update. Um, so anyway, 
Send a shout out prayer to Pops Foley and to the Peaches to start hitting for the love of God. Oh, so annoying. That's baseball roundup. (laughs) Tough love today. Tough love. (laughs) Tough love, Peaches. I'm not fucking around, Peaches. Start hitting. Um, all right, feel good mode of the week. Oh, it's Woo! a good one. I love this. Isn't it a good one? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I just got a text. I just got a text. I what? just got a text. What? Okay, you're gonna die. You're gonna what? die. You guys, this is breaking news. WNBA star, U.S. Olympian, Elena Del Dunn, my favorite, comes out publicly. <gasps> The Chicago oh Sky players engaged to her fiance Amanda Clifton. Oh my God, that's so exciting! Except that now I can't hook up with her. Elena divides her time between traveling with her team, the Chicago Sky, and her family's home in the rolling green landscape of Wilmington, Delaware. She and her fiance Amanda Clifton keep apartments in both Chicago and Wilmington. Oh, oh that's God, so, so cool! Happy. Oh my God, she's so cute. Her fiance's adorable. Wait, flip your phone so I can see it. Um, look at them with their doggies. Oh, congratulations. Being gay is A-OK. Oh, my yeah. God. Look how cute. She's so cute. Her fiance is so cute. So tiny. She is tiny. Well, well, Elena's like, you know, just very tall and adorable. Oh, my God. That's so cute. Oh. Yay. That's so sweet. Um. Thank you oh for that update. That's really cute. Oh, my God. My girl, she's like one of my favorites. I got to see her play live a month ago in L.A. It was so awesome. That's fantastic. Uh, yes, that's really cool. It just makes the world nicer and uh, filled with less hate and more love. Donald Trump. R.I.P. Um, okay, here we go. Feel good moment of the week. That could be tied. That could be a tied. I think it's a tie. That could no be tied. Question. Um, okay, so first feel good moment of the week. Impromptu, Elena, I always say Della Dunn, but I think it's Del Dunn. I'm going to say Della Dunn. It sounds better. Uh, I will get her name right one of these days. Um, okay, <laughs> Kenny Harrison, uh, put her name on your list of feel good moment of the week. This woman, <clears throat> just like an amazing, amazing world champion hurdler. That's very hard to say. It's almost like rural juror, if you're fans of uh, uh, Tina Fey. Um, She missed, she had like a misstep in the Olympic trials and did not make the team. Yeah, they take the first three and she came in sixth. So even though she was a favorite, she did not get, she's not going to the Olympics. So what does she do? Now, just think about it. We'll set this up. We'll have a little drama. Well, you just, you're you're a world champion. You don't make the Olympics. She's super young. She's maybe a year or two out of college. You could just like pack yourself up and be like, it's not my time. I'm going to retreat. I can't do this. I can get so down on myself. This is what she does. Uh, After missing the Olympic team, Olympic track trials earlier this month, American Kenny Harrison returned to the Oval at the Mueller Anniversary Games in London, and she smashed a 28-year-old world record in 100-meter hurdles. She broke it by .01 seconds because she killed everybody in the race. Like, she just dominated. She won by a huge margin and then looked up on the board and broke the world record. Record. 12.20 finishing time. 
And she was talking smack, saying, like, you're going to miss me at the Olympics before she even won. She kept calling herself number one. Um, and so she, after she won the race, she didn't know that she actually won the world or broke the world record. And she was running around putting her finger up going, number one, number one, you're going to miss me at the Olympics. And then when she won, she bent over and started weeping. It, it was, was just a lovely moment. It says, quote, not making the Olympic team, I was truly upset, and I wanted to come out here and do what I know I could have done. I was coming out here with a vengeance to show these girls what I have. I mean, so awesome. It's like you have this, like, crushing, soul-crushing moment where you don't make the Olympics, and her next race, she's like, no, I'm going to do this. Like, that amount of mental and physical willpower is so amazing. I'm going to get out of bed earlier tomorrow for you, Kenny. Kenny Harrison. Woo! Kenny Harrison. Also, she's one of ten children, nine of whom are adopted, including her. Jeez. I wow. mean, it's just like these things that you have to overcome and overcome. I mean, that was amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's the cutest video. I'll post a video. Um, where she just kicks so much ass. It's like four minutes into the video. The race is amazing. She just kicks everyone's ass, and then all of a sudden she looks up because they had posted the wrong time, then posted the new time of 12.2 world record. Amazing. Kenny Harrison turning the beat around. Turning the beat around. Oh, my God. Well, we've learned a lot. We have learned a lot. A couple things we've learned... Um, one, there's a secret ranch filled with gymnasts <laughs> on the outskirts of Houston. Ah, send the police! Send the police! Horrifying! Ah. You might be, might be temporarily done with Tom Brady for four games. Maybe. Jenny Johnson, great, third greatest head in the U.S. history. USA kicking ass at soccer as always. USA already opening up the Olympics with the with a victory. Uh, the peaches are hanging on to fourth. Welcome new players. Uh, Tony Romo. Um, uh, uh, they call him Fat Tony Romo. It might be a weird angle. I'm hoping he put on sixty in the off season and rolls out in <laughs> September. Uh, what else? What else did we learn? Everybody loves uh, Hope Solo, and her new nickname is Zika, which is why they keep chanting it at her. Zika is Hope Solo's new name. Um, and I'm just absolutely already a huge congratulations to everybody that even just made these Olympic teams from every country. It's such an amazing achievement, and I cannot wait. Opening ceremonies in two days. Friday, USA. USA. Nailed it. Nailed it. Aaron Foley, thank you. I just can't. I just really hope we've recorded this. Um, In an hour. Bridget, you're a goddamn delight. Bridget, what is it? At Bridget McManus? Yeah, at Bridget McManus. Come find me. BridgetMcManus.com. Yeah. 
At all things age. Bridget, um, come on uh, all the time. Uh, Sports with All Balls fans, I will be back in L.A. Uh, next Wednesday, sept- uh, August 10th. I will be at the Hollywood Improv that night. I've taken a little uh, a mini, not like break from stand-up. It's just been working on this show, so it's been a little bit hard to perform. Uh, but um, some scattered dates throughout August. I'll be back at the Hollywood Improv next Wednesday. I'll be recording with Trish Sir and probably another guest in the All Things Comedy Studio next Wednesday. So I'll, we'll be back-to-back weeks, and I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best, uh, but I love you all, and I miss, I, I miss talking about sports. So we'll get the show uh, back on the road. And um, just as always, like, I just, I hope, you know, I hope I hit the right buttons. And um, if the volume's off, just lower it because uh, I have no <laughs> skills <laughs> in the editing or re- recording of podcasts. And um, thanks to All Things Comedy Studio, as usual, for um, uh, uh, hosting our podcast. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you. You're the best. Uh, You're the best. Sports Without Balls fans, friends, family, have the best week of your life. <laughs>